Hey, what it do, sports fans? Welcome to the Sports Live podcast brought to you by Multimedia Live. I'm Sboom Jigeliso, your host, and I will be joined by various guests on this exciting new podcast to discuss the latest ins and outs of the sporting world. So, let's get straight into what was a very public humiliation for me last weekend, but a lot of ecstasy for a lot of people. Something that happened on Sunday, which I didn't see coming. Yeah, Chelsea losing 4-0 to Manchester United at Old Trafford. And I've brought in a mate off the field, arch enemy on the field, especially when it comes to the English Premier League. A red-blooded Manu fan, none other than Kanyiso Kemorism Chwakustan Chwaku, who called me and I ignored his calls, obviously, on Sunday after uh, Chelsea lost to Man United. Uh, Chwaks, this is your once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to get a good gloat out of your system. I'm only doing this because I want to show our podcast listeners that I can be a good loser, even though... We had that game, but didn't take our chances. But anyway, this is not my platform. It's yours. Trucks, take it away. It's football. It's football. Uh, mm, mm. Is that all? Is yeah. that all you're going to say? No, okay, thank you very no, much. No, things, that's things, it. <laughs> things like those happen. I mean, I, I watched like I watched the last stretch of the first half and then tied with the second half. Look again, it's chances. I mean, if Chelsea converted the two chances that came off the bar, I mean, 2 1, 2 1 leading three, at half time. Three, three minutes in, Timmy Abraham rattles the bar. Yeah, bar-up. I mean, 3 1 leading at half time. I mean, Manchester United, yes, they. It's one of those wins where a swallow doesn't a summer maketh. Um, we, let's not be fooled about why, how Manchester United season mm. can end. You need to celebrate. You need to be like a Chiefs fan. You need to celebrate that minor win because mm. there's a hell of a lot of difficulty that's going to come. If you look at how slick Man City and Liverpool were nah. in their wins. We, yeah, you, we, we're in an 18-team league. Yeah, like, they I'm not together. even going to no, bother they, they with Liverpool and, and They City. play together. I, I mean, you know, City, I saw parts of that game against West Ham when the first half they were content to just let these guys play. They're like, okay, chance. Let's shift a few gears. Let's see if they can respond. Mm, mm. They shifted gears and then West Ham fell away. I mean, even Liverpool. Liverpool in third gear against Norwich. Third gear. They didn't even have to... They didn't even have to extend themselves in beating Norwich. You realize that, yeah. I'm surprised they got a shot in, um, but hey, look. But my point sometimes, exactly. Sometimes a fluke can. Yeah, can, my point exactly. Can it's sneak like in. we we were fortunate, and then we played reasonably well to score four against Chelsea. Those guys didn't even have to rock up. They just got there. They're like, ah, just just a normal day. Office Magishi register. Yeah, uh, our first day, Friday your, night. Yeah, it's, it's it's a walkabout. Yeah, you know, like, sal- but anyway, let's not focus on that. Those guys are just on another yeah, but, stratosphere. Um, I thought that four 0 though, Chan. That look, was that was that was flattering. It it parts of it were parts of it were, but again, look, Man, Man United had chances. They took them, and that's the biggest difference. With, with, yeah, and I think we've seen it plenty of times. I mean, we follow Bafana, Bafana, Bafana will play well. <laughs> and it was it, it was a Bafana-like performance from Chelsea where yeah. they played all of the football. Same thing happened when the teams drew, drew to all last year at, at, um, at Stamford Bridge where Chelsea did oh, all of the, the playing. With, with that... Um, yeah, that Ross Park equalizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. Chelsea did all of the playing. Man United just had three opportunities, two of which were converted. So, again... It's look. It's still it's still a long, long, long way to go. But 
Um, I think Chelsea, again, Chelsea will get better. You ask yourself whether Frank Lampard is indeed suitable for the position because, again, it, 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 it's a debate that we as South Africans we need to have over the qualifications of coaches mm. and the readiness of coaches to take actually ascend to high positions because, I mean, Frank hasn't been out of the game for a very long time. and mm. One, two, one, two. I mean, he used to He's, play with Luis, so like... Uh, again, so again, but again, Arsenal look, um, it's, again, sport is um, a very good example of animal form. Yeah. Some animals are far more, more equal than, uh, look, equal uh, than others. In a principle way, uh, right, if we're talking principle, which I don't want us to go deep into, like guys like Saul Campbell, Paul Ince, um, guys that have been out of the game for a long while and not getting Premier League coaching jobs, it's it's not really fair. And you, if you, if you put Paul Ince in terms of great... Uh, English midfielders, he's right up there, you know. Um, but is he going to get a job in the EPL soon? Probably not. Was, Whereas I Lampard, was, one season at Derby County, they didn't even make it past the playoffs. I was very, very, very happy that West Bromwich Albion didn't get to the playoffs. Darren Moore did very well. He salvaged what Darren was Moore, a, or as part of a yeah. sinking ship because he got there. I mean, Albion were pretty much... They out of it down and out, but yeah. he tried to salvage that ship and he did pretty well with them and he still got fired so the racial demographic of English football mm-hmm. coaching is another podcast for another day yeah it's another a whole podcast for another day okay still on Man United Chelsea okay let me give you my thoughts I thought I thought that was a game that at the very least we deserved a draw but you know you don't get the draw you deserve you don't get the points you deserve you only get the points that you get play for um, very naive from Frank to play both Tammy Abraham and Mason Mount I know Mason Mount had a good game, but for me, going to Old Trafford, you you, you need some sort of steel, right? Some sort of hardness. These are some hard balls when you go to Old Trafford, even if it's not the Old Trafford of Sir Alex. But you need to go there, put Giroud up front at the very least, so that at least he's playing against defenders uh, that do respect him. Like Maguire didn't respect Tammy Abraham in China, and neither did Lindelof. So. Yeah. Every time he got the ball with his back uh, to the goal, he was getting picked off. Every t- he didn't know how to how to hold them off. Whereas Giroud, Giroud, they're not going to press Giroud that hard. They, they know it's Giroud, and he's got that soft touch. He can lay the ball off, and he did that incredibly for Eden Hazard, who even went against the coach's wishes and said, "I would prefer to play with Giroud than 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 play with any other striker at Chelsea." You know, so very naive. I would have started Giroud. And then put Mason Mount in there. Kante is not fit for us, but when he did come on, oh, he was world class again. But it's fine. It's a big. We'll look, improve. Look in I don't know what game, you thought of your youngsters. Look in a big game. You again. I I'd rather I'd rather have at least half a season to make an assumption. Okay. Or to build a case whether youngsters doing well or not, because again, I think we as we've seen over the years where. Um, players start very well, then they tape off very quickly. So mm. you'd rather build a case at least half a season, um, 18 games, mm. is enough to build a case. Where, okay, there's this, is this youngster coming or going? But again, I mean, it's a big game. You need to have proven players in a big game. Um, yes, you can have a youngster who can actually use that game to mm. state a major case for themselves. Mm. But again, um, as, as inconsistent Manchester United were this last season, you always got a feeling that they pretty much would play well in big matches, mm. you see, and then fall asleep against teams like the Wolves. So, yeah, I mean, even as good as Man City and Liverpool are at the moment, you'd find that 
Man United will play reasonably well, even if without winning. They'll against actually City. rock up. They'll yeah, rock yeah. up because of the occasion Definitely of the game. Against City, they'll still lose against Liverpool. Yes, they, they'll they still up. lose, but you'd find that the fact that it's a big game, they then switch on. Mm. It's like it's like this. Um, small Anyana teams when they play mm. Chiefs. I mean, TS Galaxy, for example. TS Galaxy oh, will up. never, they'll never show that kind of intensity for any other team unless they play Chiefs Pirates Sundowns. Yeah. They'll rock up for those three big three games. You don't even need to motivate yourself. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's a big team as well. Look, I mean, some, for some players, it's they look at those games and they realize that I could actually play for a contract here. One yeah, big yeah. performance. And I mean, Zakele Lepasa used that game to get back to Pirates. Magic. He looked, he played yeah, well yeah. throughout the Netbank Cup, but, but that you game alone, game. Yeah, 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 that highlights real game was like, yeah, no, mm. I've arrived. And then Pirates are like, okay, we need to actually get this kid back in the, in, in the big team. Rashford is he a genuine center forward now? Uh, again, as the, a menu fan, like you're looking at it at a fan perspective, do you feel like, yeah, we've got a striker now? In I don't know what constitutes a genuine center forward anymore. That's the thing, because you'd find that. I think it all again. It, it depends. Like, a, like uh, Obama, young, yeah. bro. Like a twenty goal a season player nah, is he a twenty goal a season? Yes, to, you, fifteen you, to twenty. Maybe he's not score. a high end like uh, Obama. Young, no, you need to score those to goals 20. first. Score those goals first, then we can make an assumption. You Dude, can be. You, a, you almost got a hat trick. Yeah, you could be a centre forward, mm. but whether you're effective or not, it's like being a loose forward you can be a loose forward but are you good at what you do on a regular basis mm, okay it's, so only goals will determine whether I think I think with that position your yeah. currency is straightforward it's yeah. like a goalkeeper your goal, a goalkeeper's currency is clean sheets you're a good goalkeeper you judge on how many clean sheets you keep regardless of whether you have a good defense or not cool thanks uh, you kind of didn't gloat as badly as I thought you would nah, nice, nice, nice nice solid nice nice solid I'm unlike you okay I'm unlike you and one <laughs> some vroom vroom when I mean he's I mean the cat got the cat's got his tongue properly today he, there's, uh, there's nothing he can say no do I mean Chiefs what well, you should be happy but Chelsea lost but anyway yeah, let me not highlight on individuals Cool. Give me a playmaker of the week. Your options are Marcus Rash- Rashford for his two goals against Chelsea, Raheem Sterling's hat-trick against West Ham, Henry Pollard's performance against the Los Pumas of Argentina and Salta, and the Wallaby duo of Samuel Kerevi and Kurtley Beal against the All Blacks. Yeah, you can't look past uh, Kerevi and, and Beal. Really? On a weekend where you can't. Sterling's got a hat-trick, granted, it's West Ham and you can't. City. You can't. City. You can't. Uh, you can't. Okay. Australia right. put 47 points past New Zealand. You can't look past that. Okay. All right. Granted. Scott Barrett, was that a red? Yes. Just off yes. topic. Yes, 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 yes. Red yes. all day. Yes, all and day. He's all day. Three, all day. Three match day. Um, um, the New Zealand media can whine all they want. You cannot <laughs> be leading with the shoulder into, into a rack. It is yeah. black and white in the law book. That is a straight red card offense. And I mean, it's one of those times where maybe he's got away with it, but yeah, yeah. in a big game, he did it. Uh, upset of the week. I'm putting Man United beating Chelsea 4 0 here. I'm trying. Um, Bloemfontein Celtic beating Golden Arrows 5 0. Brighton beating Watford 3 0. Uh, At Watford. Um, I still think that even the even the New Zealand game that that no one no one would have thought. I understand you've got your list. You've got your list. China, it's yes. not an upset of the week. No, you no, want no, Wallabies true. to win yes, both true. playmaker and upset true. of the week, it has man. To. It no one's no one's gotten an upset no. and playmaker no, double in, you in can set this po- uh, podcast. You can, no, you can before. set a precedent. No one in their right minds would have put money 
on Australia putting 47 past New Zealand. No way. Not 47 per se, but a victory or certainly 19, on the A 19 point win. When, when last of the box put a 19 point win? That was back, I think, in 2004 when they won at Ellis Park when Maruti Bear scored a hat-trick. The box... Against who? Against the All Blacks at Ellis Park. Oh, okay. I mean, that... Maruti Bear, yeah, 2004. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you... I mean, I mean, New Zealand's biggest defeat was that 38-21 loss to England in Twickenham in 2013. Biggest ever defeat. Like in, in, in recent, margin, in, in recent, in, in terms oh, okay. of margins. So when you look at it, no one just rocks up and just. China, you're going to give the Wallabies a rare. To, my man. They have like to. the Like probably the most buddy, rare award buddy, they of the weekend. They, uh, they are looking at winning the Bledisloe Cup for the first time since 2001. If they do it next but, week, but, I'll give them the double. No, 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 no. True, true. But you, So it's a pending. I, I'll I, get, okay, I, let's say I, it's I, a pending I, I think the, mag, the magnitude of that result. Look, I mean, it, 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 you, you can't write off the All Blacks, yeah, but yeah, I think yeah. you can't just, I mean, you can't just rock up yeah. on the test match day and put 47 past New Zealand. Alright, Chocolate Sun, thanks for coming in, mate. We are going to continue with the rest of the pod without you, but thank you for joining us for the first segment. No problem. divisive issue of gun ownership in South Africa. Join legal expert Martin Hood as he hosts a series of talks with both sides of the gun lobby. Whether you support the right to carry guns or you believe they're a destructive tool that society could do without, GunCast will enlighten and challenge you in equal measure. Find GunCast now on the Cliff Central app on cliffcentral.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Right, so we did switch things up a little bit this week after that chat with Kanyiso Chwaku talking all things Manchester United beating Chelsea 4-0 at Old Trafford. But let's move to more serious stuff now. First up, the Springboks arrived back on Monday from Argentina where they completed a 46-13 win over Los Pumas to capture the rugby championship for the first time since it was the Tri-Nations in 2009. That was under Peter de Villiers. They face Argentina again this weekend where regular skipper Sia Colisi is expected to make his comeback. It is a friendly that is organized in preparation for the upcoming Rugby World Cup. Pop coach Rassi Rasmus said Sia was a player they desperately wanted to be at the Rugby World Cup in Japan next month. He also spoke about the transformation in team fortunes since he took over from Alistair Kutsia, I think less than 18 months ago now. But let's listen to this clip of Rassi Erasmus at the arrival press conference on Monday. Ready to make the Springbok squad uh, latest on Seattle. You saw that he played a couple of minutes this past weekend. Yeah, I, I think uh, we'll sell them just uh, always just fast track a guy straight into Test Match Rugby. But uh, um, Sia is one of one of the guys that we, we desperately want to be uh, have involved in the World Cup. Uh, um, he did fairly okay on Saturday. I thought he came through the game. Most importantly, not injured or didn't show any signs of, of the injury. So uh, we'll probably involve him this weekend. Uh, um, again, it will be limited minutes. You can't just throw him into a game like, like that. Uh, I'm not sure what team Argentina will send, but I'm pretty sure they'll send a really strong team. So we'll, uh, we'll involve him slowly. Uh, of course, you know, we know what we have in the guys who played currently and, and, and even on, on the leadership side, uh, they managed really well without him. Uh, and, and we won't rush him back, you know. Uh, we've got some time to slowly build him into the team environment. So he'll play this weekend, uh, but maybe limited amount of minutes to make sure that we slowly get him into the mix. Rossi, what would you say has been the key? I mean, the last two years, seen a, a team struggling now, winning trophies, 
what would you say has been the key to that change, be it attitudes and, of course, results? I think a, a, a lot of time uh, when, when, when things go, goes bad, uh, the, the coaches and the administrators take a lot of flack, you know, same CEO, same president, same administrators who's running the game, uh, uh, the, the South African rugby game at this stage, uh, but we're doing a little bit better than, than in the past. Uh, uh, I, I think now the players must take credit currently the way it's going. Uh, uh, of course, you know, nothing changed on top, you know, it's, 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 it's the same CEO, the same president, same same structures. Uh, and, and the players are performing now. I think the big thing that I, I see differently from the players is it's really the word ownership. I think they understand the, 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 the principle that we are playing with the supporters' hearts, you know, we are playing with their emotions, we are playing with, their, with the, the way they feel, their happiness, and then that's a big responsibility. And the main thing that we should do is, is train really hard and play really hard and play well on Saturdays. And that should be the only thing that they really uh, um, measure on us, not, not on anything else, you know. It's good to be a public speaker, a good public speaker. It's good to have a lot of Twitter followers, uh, but that's not the main thing. The main thing is to take ownership of your main job, which is rugby. And, and I think the players came up with that suggestion. They took it to heart, and I think they're really doing it. And But while saying that, you know, it's only baby steps. We've only played three matches this year. Three. Only played three. We're playing a big one this, uh, this Saturday, the last one before we, we leave, which is important for us to keep momentum uh, before we go over there. And again, the boys know, you know, on the park this afternoon again, prepare, play well, and, and, and that's when the supporters will keep on supporting. And I really think that's what's slowly, slowly, because we haven't, we're not close to where we want to be, that's slowly changing uh, that professional player mindset. Right, so for this week's special conversation, I've gone the extra mile. I was in Durban last weekend, thanks to the multi-choice Disky Challenge, guys. And while I was there, I managed to catch up with a rugby player I've always suspected has a cracking story to tell, and I wasn't wrong. Just before I flew out, we had beers at a very nice and accommodating local on Florida Road called House of Curries, and we had one of the most frank conversations I've ever had with a former professional player. It's a no-holds-barred interview with the kind of lightheartedness that will probably make for a compelling documentary someday. It is with former Lions Lock M.B. Lusasen. He's also a former SA Under-20 Junior Springbok. M.B. Lusaseni retired from professional rugby at just the age of 26. He is now 30 and is, pl- is a player coach at the College Rovers, a club down in Durban. He is assisting at the Sharks in a coaching capacity and assists at Glenwood High School, trying to build his coaching career up. To say it's a tragedy that he's not playing professional rugby right now would be a massive understatement. But I want him to uh, tell you his journey himself. Just a quick disclaimer before we play the first part of what will be a two-part interview with MB Lusaseni. This interview was a telling of MB's own personal journey and not a dig at any organization mentioned or people mentioned in this interview, many of whom had particular jobs to do themselves and some of whom are no longer in the rugby picture. So I hope none of this is taken out of context. Secondly, please excuse some of the drink slurping and patrons chatting and ice getting crushed and some guy with a motorbike driving past uh, while we're having this interview. It is Durban after all, so this is the kind of vibe you would expect to go down on Florida Road. But as I mentioned earlier, we were accommodated at this very, very 
uh, lovely pub for this interview and it was the best possible setting for this kind of conversation and in spite of that slight background noise it is an unbelievable interview top top five interviews i've ever had in my journalism career and i've been a journalist since 2006 so go figure this ranks in the top five but let's get into it let's get right into the chat part one with mb lusasen Yeah, so this dude says... Oh, this guy, man, like, we talk about him because I... Yeah. Like, big, big brothers in rugby, like... Um, so as soon as we all basically retired... Actually, it was even before we retired. Yeah. Because at that point in time, obviously, with these conversations we used to have, you know, within our groups and all that, like, we used to say about guys, listen, man, we've had so much experience, you know, within this rugby culture and how things work, and, you know, there's certain things that worked for us and certain things that didn't work for us, but the sad reality is that there are so many youngsters that are coming through, and they don't even have any guidance yeah one yeah, yeah so we even yeah, looked yeah. at it, we even looked upon ourselves about guys did we even have mentors probably not. Did we, we didn't we didn't like our mentors are guys we're watching on tv basically yeah but, but did they mentor like, because you nope. see Kobani Bobo tv hmm? is nope. mentoring not even one bit bro but i think another thing is about we never really asked the right questions i guess at that point in time yeah. one thing is that we want to know about okay how do i play the first team how do i play for the shark senior team um yeah, yeah, what do i need yeah. to do do i need to get bigger because that's what they tell you every single day yeah. guys get bigger get stronger get faster type of thing but the the other side of the coin is by you know what there's so many other challenges behind the game and those challenges we've we actually realized that we all went through so on gets to then yeah but but now it's just sad that we can't actually speak about it you know to some extent like and that's whether yeah. it's a case of we give we're giving them too much credit about okay or on, on on this level, also yeah, and so yeah. on this level. So let's not actually put our problems and make them there, or make make our problems theirs. I mean, they're the ones that actually have are in the front yeah. row of sure. everything that you guys are even yet to go through. Exactly, bro. yeah, but so that's what I'm saying. I can't really fault them to some extent because yeah. we never put ourselves out there in that way. Only thing that we put ourselves out there is, but okay, how do I play for you know first team year sharks or whatever? And obviously, they'll give you you know that that's. That the, the, the same kind of um, inclinations. I Amochima, train hard. Um, you know, when you get your chance, use it. You know, type yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But now there's so many other things behind it. You know, so much politics behind it. There's so much situations with agents that you have to deal with. That we would know. This guy's other thing, but just so new to us at that point in time. So were there any black agents there? There's only three now. There, there are three black agents. So they, yeah. So so they so good chill. <laughs> But I'm yet to actually see like the actual, you know, proper progress. But yeah. no, they are. But at that point in time, there's nobody, man. There was that, nobody. Yeah. At that so point, if you wanted a, a contract, you had to go with the white guys. You had to go with right. the white guys. But here's the funny story, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it's, and funny enough, since we're talking about agents. So I'll, I'll tell you about my story here at the Sharks. Yeah. Yeah, boy. In the culture. So there's this one guy. Yeah, boy. Uh, I'll name drop. I'll name okay. drop. Okay. There's one guy, Richard Diaga. Yeah, boy. So he was working at the Sharks already. Yeah. I don't know whether he was involved in development or whatnot, but yeah, yeah. he had a certain, you know, position part at the Sharks, you know. Yeah. Uh, but now the thing is, he was also practicing as an agent. Yeah, one, this guy. So funny enough, all of the black players at the Sharks signed under this guy. Because Nyan, I mean, like, let's get real, he was pretty much our only link that we yeah, had to the, yeah, yeah, he was the only link that we had to... to um, so you, you didn't have to... But to, to boost your chances. Yeah, so to speak, he was, he was a familiar face. He was a familiar yeah. face. Yeah, but everybody else was like a stranger to us. So we yeah. didn't know who to trust. 
So it is cool. Yeah, like it's a person that we could, we like we could talk to all the time. I think it was our under nineteen manager when I got here. It was our like, in house. Yeah, well, he's in house. Yeah. So things, all these things, as his calculations, we're still fresh out the Yo. box. We don't know what the hell's going Yo, on. That's it, Two, yeah, not even yeah. one bit. Yeah, so, yeah. so all of us we end up being affiliated with this guy. We didn't physically sign with him as an on paper, but in the sense of there were some guys who signed with him on paper, some guys were like, okay, verbal yeah, agreements, yeah. but nonetheless, he did the work and Nightingale, over we also responded as well. But long story short, yeah. this guy now, like, it got to a point whereby, hey, especially when it came to contract negotiation, yeah. time, that one, when the open season came up, we're like, we don't understand, this guy literally, like, he's making sure that, okay, fine, we're accepting certain, you know, terms of agreements, especially with the Sharks, you know, because Sharks are offering, like, um, yeah, they're offering some 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 okay contracts, yeah, but the yeah. other guys were getting better offers, you know. So they're trying to use yeah they're elsewhere. So they're trying to use those offers as leverage, you know, towards the sharks. But you can see, but this guy is actually trying to keep us down. Like he's making sure, but you know what, dude, you you, you get signing according to whatever it is that you know he's saying. But that's what your worth is. At that point in time, when you are nineteen or twenty, you know, coming out of school in the works, do you even know what your worth is? Yeah, one. No. <laughs> you know, like exactly, you don't even know what, how much you're supposed to be getting, what the benchmark is at that point yeah. in time. Those are things that we weren't exposed to. Those are things that even our mentors didn't even know one for themselves, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. So now you start asking yourself about guys, like how's this working? Because like, there's, a, there's a player now, there, there are other players within our age group, white players obviously, within our age group, and they were earning not even 10 times more. Probably close to twenty times more. No way. Yeah, but kid you not. They're <laughs> no only probably way. close to twenty times more, nah, and we are no playing way. almost like the same positions and all that kind of situations. But they benching for us. We actually, How? we are actually put in a position whereby yeah, the coach is asking us to teach them certain drills and certain techniques and the whole works just to make sure that okay, back then, and we do that. Yeah, but of course, yeah, we, we, we're team players. We are team players. You're, you're naive. Well, like, as I see in Jolo, we're entertaining rugby as rugby in itself, you know? Like, let's put it this way. We know nothing about professional rugby from school. High school, we you only... love the game. That's it. That's it. That's the only thing we wanted to do. We want to make sure that we get the best out of the game. That's the only thing we wanted. So next thing now, I mean, like, there's these certain players we, we end up teaching and coaching, you know, during practices, but I you know it's, this is how you jump. This is how you, you, you scrum and stuff. Get out of here, man. At a professional at a pro union. At a professional union. You're, you're, yep. you're, you're teaching folks how to do bloody well. Yeah, like... Go with drills. That's a coach's job. No, it is, it is. But the nice thing about, like, let's say, for example, with coaches is um, you get certain coaches that like to delegate. Oh. And, they, and they're good coaches. Those are very right, good coaches. Right, right. So the thing is, especially when it comes to coaching, it's always good for... for most players learn from other players more than oh. they learn from a coach. So right. if one player knows about, I'm an, how come he can do this, but I can't? And so now if I you know, can catch on to it, yeah, I'll catch on yeah, much quicker yeah, than if a coach tells me. With a coach, you're expecting him to know. You're expecting okay, him to know everything. Yeah. So it's one of those situations. So we end up like coaching these guys, these kids in, in the whole works. And then within a year's time, they're the ones who are playing seniors, and we're the ones getting told by guys, um, we're done. Like we, we don't have anything for you guys. Or sorry, like you know, situation. And you start asking yourself, okay, what exactly is going on? You know, that's the thing. <laughs> I think that was the first time I had my first question. You know, there was yeah, a certain player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, one a very good friend of mine. We all loved him to death and all and stuff. But like in our age group situation, literally we're coaching this guy throughout the whole time. Wow. How to catch the ball, how to how to do certain things. As soon as under twenty one hit, he was a great player. Make no mistake about that. He didn't make an SN twenty, we make it SN twenty. Yeah, boy. Yeah. So all the situation. Same SN twenty as Lionel. Yeah, Lionel. No, same year. Same year as Lionel, eh? Lionel Mapu, South Africa. Didn't uh, Lionel Lionel was screwed at cheaters, man? Hard. Hard. Like, I remember I, that was a scandal throughout the whole country. Right? No, but then the Lionel, you know, like, 
to us, it just didn't make any sense. But the thing is, we only saw it later on by, oh, shit, this is what exactly is going on. This is what is exactly. like, yeah, when, <laughs> later on. When the, when the light up thing when, blows when up. When everything blows up, we're like, hey, Mjita, you know what type of thing? <laughs> so, in Lakalino, when we started at SN20, I think it already signed a three-year contract with yeah. cheaters, you know, one at two grand a month or whatever type of thing. You see the, fu- the funny thing about that in-house uh, agent yeah, that yeah, we're talking yeah. about, let's say, for example, Richard. So for a person like that now, with an in-house agent, so this guy now knows exactly what's going on in your own personal life. Yeah, boy, he knows exactly the road and the struggles you've been through. So you can't so, turn this contract down, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, so yeah, look yeah, at it yeah. this way. If now this guy knows that, dude, you don't even know what a thousand rand looks like. In your account you don't even know what a thousand looks like in your account like you the most that you've ever gotten was probably like 50 bucks uh for a derby day when your dad gives you 50 bucks so i'm your you know you're like the host. that's the most you've ever gotten you know yeah. so to speak and 50 rand is like a lot of money for for like the weekend so to speak about so lomjina has understanding but you know what dude perspective yeah yeah and that this bit of money that you're getting from here is going a long way, especially a car, so to speak. Yeah, but you can't turn it down. Exactly. He knows so now, that it's going to look bad on you. On you, most importantly. Him, yeah, but if you say 10 down 10,000 rand, thing. they'll be like, you know what's a nice thing? Turning down 10,000 rand. I, like, I did this looks like getting guys 80, like, 90. Dude, it was really right? The funny thing is that my city, you, you see the way you're talking about <laughs> you're saying 10,000 rand. Um... <laughs> 10,000 rand is a shitload of money for really, us back then. Brad, I kid you not. Don't tell I'll me. Even, I'll, let's get real. No, it's about, don't tell. I'll, tell, I'll tell you now. Don't I'll tell you now. I'll tell you, I'll tell you my route right now. Out of, out of high school, man. So um, I signed here yeah, the Sharks uh, for remuneration of, how much was it? It was 2,000 a month. 2000 a month. No, I kid you not. 2000 a month. Well, guys, trust me, that was a good package. <laughs> what? Whoa, don't get it twisted. I'm not going to say about it's 2000 a month. And it's like, it's not it's, no, 2000 like, a month was, is a good this, package yeah. as in, for all the guys in our circle. The guys in our circle, I, I was getting 2000 a month. Who are some of the guys? Who's but subs and club, Nubeko Zulu. There so many guys. Menzim Gidi. There was Taban Sangweni. Uh, oh, but I'm Ted, Tumelus and Teto was also there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of guys, Lusuko Fulintu was there as well. Lars Involf was, was there as well. Yeah, that point in yeah, time yeah. when it all started. So, like, there were a lot of guys, you know, in that, in that, <laughs> that WhatsApp group. But from whatever we knew, and like, you, this and you're banking to a cave, But the nice thing is that, okay, for, for, in my defense, I was like, okay, it's 2K, yeah. man. but the nice thing is that, um, Everything else was almost taken care of because they did a BNB yeah, and they, yeah. you know, so so accommodation so, and stuff oh, was man. taken care of. No, but by the sorry, I, I don't mean but, to laugh. Yeah, no, it's cool. Them. It's cool, yeah, by all means. But the sad reality is that there were other guys yeah. who, 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 I, I was like to say, okay, 2K for me was yeah, almost yeah, like, okay, yeah. go and enjoy yourself. Remuneration was like a standard yeah, you're, package. You're, you're taking care of, you yeah. don't have to worry about expenses. There were other guys who were getting 700 rand. So oh, 700. 700. Good Yeah, but otherwise, everything else, you know, maybe. Like the club will try and take care of you or somehow, you know, type oh, of thing. But these guys are contracted. So, yes, Buzan, what about, dude, are these people expecting you, like, oh, to come and basically, obviously, play for them, make a mistake, but to be on a 700 rand contract from them. That's, that, that's what they're willing to help you with. No way. 700 rand. No Knowing that, okay, fine, luckily enough, your club is going to sort out accommodation for you. So, I start a club, yeah, I'll go and luckily enough, we'll sort out the meals. But everything else has to come out from that 700 grand. Ah, get out of here. Bro. It was one in life, plus 700 grand. And when we went to this, this 2007, 
So Flegus Bonel. Wow, what what, what is that? It's not that long ago. It's not that long ago. It's not that long ago. Still shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. It is still shit. Still shit now. It's even worse. So I'm like, so now when when this friend of mine told me this thing, I was yeah. like, you know, I felt uh, bad because I'm like, okay, dude, at least I'm earning two two k a month, yeah. you know, type of thing. When it's seven hundred, like yeah. we can't, we can't listen to boom. Like, what do you even, dude. you know, type of thing? You put your body through so I know, much. I know, and I know someone whoever's gonna mm-hmm. listen to this mm-hmm. probably think it's distasteful. But that I talk, I what I know, by all I, means, bro, by all means, it's just. It's one the of context. those. It's, it's like it's, it's ridiculous. It's too ridiculous. You know when you like yeah. laugh at a tragedy, mm. it goes so bad. Mm-hmm. You end up laughing, but it's not funny. It is what it is, bro. It's like a tragedy comic. Like, yeah, what they call it. So the thing is, but the, but the sad reality is that at that point in time, honestly, we were still just playing for Tiatando Kaya, right? For the love of it, you know. I think we also had like in the back of our minds, we're like, okay, guys, we've watched certain people's progressions, you know, and. That is that's that's the only way we're gonna be able to you know measure ourselves. But okay, so and so took him three years. So and so took him four years. So you let's bite the bullet now and then see what exactly can happen. You know, type okay. of thing. But but on the flip side, one thing I can actually commend Ishaks about, yeah. for example, is these guys actually know how to build a player. How do they? They know how to develop a player yes. from yeah, the yeah. get go. And okay. the thing is, the way the way in, in terms of bridging the gap as well, yeah. as in from obviously being a being, you know, as rough, rough, rough diamond to actually being somebody or Kwazuka in a super rugby level. Right. They can do that in a very, very short time. And they do it very well. Yeah. Because obviously the coaching staff there and, and, and the whole works. That's one thing that I actually saw only when I left the Sharks. But hey guys, we're actually lucky that to be there, to that be in that position. Like, that development. Like really actually, de- the Sharks Academy is Yo, really bro. a rugby academy. Most definitely, yeah, like yeah, they'll yeah. develop you. And, and and the funny thing is, like, obviously I'm, I'm talking about my story because this is where I started. But, I, but the thing is, there are so many other guys who've got the same stories in other different unions and different ways, you know. Bulls, Bulls mm. might say they've got a, they've mm. got a similar sort of they've setup. Got, they, they've, they've got uh, a good turnaround. Mm. Mm. I wouldn't say they've got a development mm. academy, though. I don't think no. they develop The Bulls almost people. like they take a finished product. It's almost like they take yeah, a finished product from they school. Like, they like mm. a high-end mm. product. Mm. And then they add that bull that spice. spice, and then, then you take the scrawny kids ends up looking like Jesse Creel, and you're like okay. Benjamin, you know. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so Nyan is one of those, yeah, Bona. But that's one thing I seriously commend about this yeah, place. Even yeah. when I came back to coaching, I was like, this is the only place I actually want to come back to coaching because yeah. they got it right. Whatever it is that they were doing at that point in time, and the people that they had around so, them, so, they got it right. So you were in the back of your mind, you thought, okay, coaching-wise, mm. Sharks yeah. definitely, most definitely, most definitely, the best Espe- for your experience. Yeah, so. especially when I was still like raw as hell, you know, like I think I'm going last time I'm no P winner. Yeah, yeah. Last year, so now I was in a, I was, I was in two minds, yeah, boy. Yeah. At first, I was like, okay, shit, I need to be at the coast, and secondly, I was like, okay, um, I need to be in a position where, but I'm not too far away from home, yeah, boy. Okay. So it was either PE because I was like I actually want to go to EP Kings or NNMMU. Okay. Yeah, but I put out some 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 feeders out there. I was like I spoke to a couple of people, but guys, you know what? Um, this yeah. is my situation. I actually want to start coaching, but I want to actually coach around this area. I want to actually add, add it to development. Yeah, but I even went as far as to say, guys, listen, I'm going to go pro bono with the situation. Yeah. Yeah, but because yeah, to me yeah. it's almost like uh, it's a year for growth more than anything else. Yeah, but I'm gonna grow. Yeah. I'm gonna grow, but I also want to add you know value in terms of whatever's going yeah. on. But my issue was that, but I didn't know how to coach properly. Yeah, boy. Oh, so you also needed to be developed. To be developed as a coach. Yeah, yeah boy. So that was the same situation. And now with that development structure, PE was yeah. almost like no way to go. Like, let's get real. Everything there was was just... I, yeah, no, it was just no, all over no, the place. No, no, yeah. So that's why I decided to come here. Because at least here, I know about having the support yeah, that actually yeah. helped me to develop myself. And I'm going to appreciate 
a lot of situations that I actually put on the table. Yeah, one. So it became one of those. But yeah, no, 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 on, on a personal story in terms of how we actually broke out from under 19, under 20, and so on and so forth. Like, bruh, it, it's, it was rough, man. I think now when we look back, we're like, dude, we actually went through the most. Like, basically, yeah, it's good here, like, it's not supposed to be like this, you know, type of That's thing. You know, trust us, okay. Do you know when the pin dropped? Was a I, was, I, was, I, was, yeah. I was about to ask, like, when do you, when do you get the perspective that, okay, no. This, this is not right. Yeah. It's in the 20. God, Lord, Lord. We're in okay. the 20. So, I, I think I only remember Lionel from your SA under 20 group. For our team? Okay. Yeah, I, I was Pat there. No, 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 he wasn't, he wasn't. Pat was a so year was later. A, it was a year of Vaynon Villas, um, um, Francois Brahma, okay. Martin Esposov, um, Cecil Africa, uh, there was Wilton Peterson there as well. Manus Bosov. Manus Bosov, yeah. Okay, there was yeah, Wilton yeah, Peterson. Yeah. Uh, who's that? Ethan Nick Costa was there okay. as well. So, Nick yeah. so it, was, it was that year. It was that year of, of all those legends. Yeah, Cornel yeah, Hesses, yeah, yeah. Martin Millers. Nick Costa, number eight. Number seven. eight, number yeah, eight, yeah, yeah number eight, problems, seven. Yeah. That was Nick Costa. So it was that year. That, yeah, that yeah, year. Yeah. Or Stephen Bartomeyer. Okay. Those are the guys, yeah. So that year, got 2008. Yeah, boy. Uh, I think he was the coach there, man. Who's that, who's that guy? Hey, that, that, who's that clown? And I'm going to call him a clown and he can actually put it on the thing. <laughs> um, a guy, what's his name? It's a short, short, short clever. They end up going to the, to the Bulls to go and help there. Um, his name will, will pop up just now, but I've got a story behind him as well. <laughs> so it was, it was around that time, like 2008. Yeah. So, anyways, when the penny dropped, we were literally having a conversation about the subs, subs, myself, subs, um, my friend from Johannesburg, uh, myself, and uh, uh, Stephen Potomay. Okay. Yeah, but, so we just chatted because now, like obviously within our contracts and certain clauses, you know, type of thing as well. Okay, if you make a certain team, so if you make um, the Curry Cup, then there's going to be a certain added bonus and sure, whatnot sure. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. that was literally our only motivation. But okay, you know what? You know what? At least something is happening. Something's a bonus. You know, something yeah. is coming to coming our way. So we make SNR 20, showcase, the bonus comes in. We're happy. You know, we're like, guys, we've done the most. That one, 10,000 came in right away. 10K bonus. <laughs> we're happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, showcase. Yeah, yeah. But now the funny thing is that we're having this conversation with one of our teammates, Stephen Bartome. And we're like, hey, guy, you know, this what's going on. And we just... <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh, man. This is I'm laughing because he laughed. <laughs> so, we're t- <laughs> so, we're t- <laughs> so we're telling him about how much we made, you know, as about how much we make. You so know? you're like, we're balling. Just yeah, yeah, no, no, we, yeah, no, we're not even talking about the Now we're talking about our salary. Yeah, you're you know? talking about, yeah. We're just talking about, I know how much we make and everything. We're like, yeah, you know, we we be good. Hey, the guy just starts laughing. Hey, we're like, I mean, <laughs> But, you know, we're holding composure. Yeah. Guy starts laughing. We're like, what are you laughing at, bro? It's like, what do you guys say? I'm like, no, you paid 2K, bro. This is, this is 2008, you know, so like we SN at 20 already, like, okay, pay 2K God, a month. I'll, I'll never we, get over this. We, 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 we cool with it, you know, as yeah, in, yeah, yeah, we yeah, will yeah. live, you know, type of thing. We'll, we'll do the most. And he's like, wait, bro, is that even legal? Fuck. Now, think of us at that point in time when, we, when we're thinking about, okay, wait a second. This guy just threw a certain bomb. And it's not about the fact that he's laughing at 2,000 Yeah, he's not even saying no. whether you're like a rugby player. Exactly. It's not even comparative to that. Yeah, no, he's, he's like, are you even... He's like, are you even... Supposed get, supposed to be getting 2K, get 2K, get 2K as, as, as an a player, employee. as an employee or whatever. So now, country. that's when we start thinking about, hey guys, Iman, because we didn't really read our contracts. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. To us, we only read like the last page, Annexure, whatever, Z or whatever. So we only read that page, but okay, guys, listen, this is how much you're getting, the whole works, you know. 
and half the things that they write, the, the basic writing, they ask the type of thing. These are things now that agents are supposed to also help you with. But now the problem is that our agents in house. So obviously you am ten by your own guy. Ah, so so in like so in like about all of this, bro, is that now when when the penny drops for us, but wait a second, like if this is not supposed to be happening, you know, then what exactly is it? That's when we started actually educating so ourselves. No, that's when we started educating ourselves in terms of the benchmark that we're supposed to be getting in certain levels and in certain situations. And that's when we realized, but dude, we're not just underpaid. Like, get any situation then. As you understand by doing, but this is another situation that doesn't make sense. Yeah, but for us as players and for just in general. So only to find out that we, at that point in time, I think we had played, um, what's this? We, we, had, we were in a certain high performance um, I'm, 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 I'm stable. So now we had played, uh, what's this, uh, Vodacom Cup. So just build the beast back then. So it's Super Sport Challenge. Oh, right. And the whole works. And yeah, so pretty much now in terms of moving up, in terms of ranks, it'll be yeah, Super yeah, Sport yeah. Challenge, then Carry Cup, then be Super Rugby. Yeah. But now all of these, all of these challenges have got certain benchmarks. Right. That you know, that you literally can't get paid less, you know, within a certain amount. I don't know if at that time, I think at that point in time, it was either 10 or 15. Okay. I'm not sure if you're playing, like, if you're a contract... Entry level. Entry level. So these are 10 or 15K. Yeah, yeah. And these are things now that obviously other people within the sport are already aware of because of the people that are helping them out. Yeah, Whether yeah, it's parents yeah. or whether it's um, the agents, agents or the whole world. Yeah, because they yeah. understand. So they know exactly about when I go there to go negotiate, this is where I start. Start from about 15. Clean. Up. Yeah, yeah. Up. That's the situation. Yeah, yeah. So they're very much aware of the situation. So we're like, I mind. What exactly is going on? So when we came back from the SNI 2012, it was in Wales food. When we came back from there, uh, yeah, with the subs yeah, and uh, yeah. Tilip was also there, and uh, and Umlinda um, um, Milo, he was also playing there with us. What we were from the Sharks that were playing there. Yeah, we actually asked us about my guys. Like this thing doesn't make sense. Yeah, but so now that's when we actually went back to our agent, so to speak, yeah, this yeah. guy. And we're like, guy, listen, man, what exactly is going on? You know, because the problem here is, but we this is we're not supposed to be in this position, you know, type of thing. But what exactly is happening? The issue with that guy is that that guy now had got some, had, had some affiliations in England or whatever, whatever the nonsense was. So half the year he wouldn't be around, you know. But the sad reality is that he wouldn't be around during the crucial times when it's contract negotiation. For some reason, when it's during contract negotiation, he would be in England the whole time. What? And then we'd had to deal face to face with about Rudolf Strauli oh. and and about Kevin Melville, the guys who were involved in commercial man- commercial managers. And these and guys are too big for you guys to see, handle, man. How do you there's no, way, start, there's what, no way you're going to sit across the table to Rudolph. What conversation do we even and, start with? <laughs> Let's start there. And tell him about oh. benchmarks and that. Mm. He's institutionalist. World Cup winner, Springbok, former coach yeah. of the Springboks. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a very intimidating figure. Rudolph. No, he is. He is. Beyond. Beyond. Like he's one of those and he's guys. a lawyer. Mm, exactly. He's a trained lawyer Clean. as well. So, so you don't want to mess with Rudolph. Well, so, yeah. so now he has booze about okay, fine, clear position to go your way. Do I even start? Where do I even begin? You know, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. it got a position whereby Yannick, and the thing is, we couldn't ask any other people as well. The people that we had in terms of mentorship or whatever, we're being all odd at that point in time. Everyone else were youngsters, it was actually literally odd. Upis had just broken into the, 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 the ranks, yeah, at that point in time, obviously, as um, in the super rugby. So like, we didn't have anybody to actually go to and say, okay, guys, my Milan, this so is the issue we have. Order. So, like, like, I'm saying, it was just all order, yeah, but yeah, things yeah. weren't familiar with them in that respect. But, oh, okay, right, as those right, people, okay. we just knew them, but they are Buddhist here and there, but yeah, Zipra yeah, yeah. you know, type yeah, of thing. Yeah. So, we weren't really familiar with them. And I think now, if we had actually gone back, hence I'm saying we also were the issue. If we had actually gone back and actually 
maybe trying to create a certain relationship with them, Okanye, trying to understand like their consult. road as well and consult yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. We only found out later on that I would do, these guys also went through shit. <laughs> they went through the most as well. <laughs> so, in like it's about if we'd opened ourselves up at Google at that point in time, maybe things would have been very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hence I'm saying about a mentorship role is very, very crucial. It's vital, right? Right? It is very vital, especially with these, young, these youngsters now. Yeah. It is so, so, so important. Yeah, but... So anyways, long story short, we come back, we start speaking to this agent guy. This guy's yeah. overseas now. We have to negotiate our contracts. I echo. So we end up negotiating nonsense. Anyways, so we... So you're still stuck on this. So we move, we move from 2,000 to 5,000. Like single digit yeah. contract, bruh. Hard. So we move from 2,000 to 5,000. Yeah, one. Grand. I can... Trust, okay, it's a bit better, but at the same time, we're like, okay, there's more expenses now. Yeah, born. Yeah, of course, you're, you're racking up bills. You want a the car, whole maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, the whole work. So, yes, what about, okay. Then, are they putting it, the thing is, the way they, they're structuring it, they're like, okay, fine, there's a junior level contract. There is, um, uh, okay, it's junior level, then there's a high performance contract. Okay. And then, obviously, there's a senior contract, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's now, so it's a case of, okay, you just came out of your junior level contract, now you're going into your high performance contract. Yeah, born. <laughs> yeah. That high performance contract, then, obviously, now that's when they're like, it's almost like a, a playing field, Google. Because high performance contract, are you going to about, okay, they need to pay you a certain amount. See what I'm saying? Yeah. There's nothing. There's no benchmark, yeah, yeah, so to yeah, speak, yeah. by that point in time. So that's when that, you know, come, okay, fine, we move from two to five, so we, yeah. we're okay, we're happy, you know, type of thing. Sure. Carry on, we play under, um, under 21, we do the most. Now, but this time we're already standard fixtures in the, what's this? And yeah. we're already standard players in the um, Super Sport Challenge or Vodacom Cup. Yeah, born. Okay. So, mean that indirectly, if you're contracted for that, your benchmark should start at 15. But, okay, oh. it's a reality. It's a reality. You just want to play. Yeah. You got the Sharks jersey on, you're getting Sharks gear, for you're the looking pride, nice. Bro. For the pride. Yeah, born. <coughs> yeah, born. Yeah, yeah, the ladies yeah. are taking notes in the whole world. So, yeah, course, it's, it's one of those. Yeah, like, yeah. life is good. You're enjoying yourself. <laughs> yeah. Sharp. So, we carry on, anyways. Um, when we get now to, I think it's after 21. That, uh, yeah, and, and 21 season. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's when we all basically decided about, no, listen, this guy's not good for us. Yeah, boy. This guy, this agent that we had, which was in-house, this guy's no good for us because there's nothing that everyone can lie that this guy making sense. And, like, we, it seems as if our rugby is actually taking a step back. Yeah, and by this yeah. time now, obviously, there are other agents around that are actually seeing our progression. And they're like, listen, they're dude, like, I want to represent you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. boy, this guy's not the one to represent you. Like, hey, not even know. they probably know as well. They probably know that the, that's the, the in-house guy is not there to... I mean, like, if you're an employee, he's hmm. probably got a mandate to keep that budget under a certain yeah. line. Yeah. The funny thing is that he only came clean after after we actually really interrogated him. Really? You yeah. actually confronted after, him about yeah. it? Like, the, the, the older brothers, the older brothers who were like, okay, guys, no now, ways, now, now at this point in time, this is really good because yeah, yeah, now yeah. we're entertaining other agents you're, you're and woke. stuff. So we both, yeah, one. <laughs> so now and now we've got the companies to speak out and be like, listen, bro, bullshit, bullshit, tantaman, you know. So when the guys interrogated him, we're like, listen, yeah, dude, yeah, what yeah. the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah. That's when he actually came out and was like, my man, guys, the position that I had, yeah, was about to make sure that obviously, as you say, yourself, to keep certain budget down yeah. and to make sure that you guys don't overprice yourself. A, B, and C, and the whole works. And we're like, okay, so we th- we're grateful for the fact that you came clean with us. But the thing is, you've messed up three years of our lives. Jeez, Some people man. now have Already literally have been, have been literally burnt as by now. They can't get anywhere. They can't get contracts anywhere else because they don't even know what to do. I want the guidance that you were supposed to give us. You didn't do. Yeah, yeah but you didn't do your job. Yeah, but and he wasn't even there. He wasn't even there. The you know, yeah. thing, especially around crucial times when it's around contract negotiations. That's when most agents are literally running around all over the place. They, they, that's when they're actually earning their money. Yeah. So to speak, this nigga leaves and goes to to, to England. Then you ask yourself, guys. 
So I think this is a phone call you get. Hey, listen, man. Um, I set up a meeting with you and Strauli um, on Thursday, whatever. Just go you and see and him. Strauli. You're go gonna get second... eaten alive. Dim kausa with Strauli. You are gonna get. I'll tell you now. I, I'm grateful that in life I've never had to sit across the table from Rudolf Strauli, and my livelihood is on the line. <laughs> I don't I, think I will come out. And, and, and I don't mean this in a, in a disrespectful way. Yeah. The guy is just, he's a hard negotiator, man. He's intimidating. He's, he's not, he's, he's not a, a, what you would call a general manager in, mm. in the NBA mm. for nothing, man. Mm. That's, he's, he's, he's like a David Griffin. Yeah, he's next level, this guy. He, he's, yeah. he's a Pat Riley of, of sorts. He's, 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 his job is to make sure that he gets a good player mm. at, 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 at half yeah. Half price on the dollar. Yeah. yeah but the thing is, he, let's get real. Look at the shots back then. He did a good job. He did a very good job. He did in a the great sense job. of, those, sense were, of, those were great years in uh, yeah, at but, the shots. Yeah. And, and yeah, look yeah, at this yeah, way. Yeah. Like, at that point in time, you had almost like a perfect balance of, yeah. of the youngsters and the old Youth and the older experience. experience yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so it was good in that, in that, in that respect. Yeah, but, but at the same time, let's get real. He's a very intimidating man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even even health, so even the intimidation at the Lions as well. Like when he got there, yeah, uh, he yeah, was yeah. obviously got there as a commercial manager, then became CEO. He still was had that presence. Yeah, but, but one thing we always liked about yeah. him is the fact that he's involved. That's it for me, Spoom Chigeliso, and you've been listening to the Sports Live podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Do also catch us on timeslive.co.za as well as Sowetan Live, Business Live. We are also on Iono FM, the Apple Podcast Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. It could be Spotify, Stitcher, Castbox, Pocket Cast, wherever. To connect with us, please use the hashtag SportsLive. Share your comments with us at Times Live or at Sowetan Live on Twitter. A big thank you goes out to the multimedia live team led by Scott Peter Smith and producer Paige Muller, as well as the Tiso Black Star Digital Sports Department, headed by Mninawa Mchana Nkoko. Our sound and audio mixer is Innocent Manike. From us at the Sports Live podcast, it's goodbye for now. <laughs>